Everybody, welcome to the show. You know where you are, the nine at nine with me, Tigo. And if you're sitting there, you know what's about to happen. We got another amazing expert coming up, gonna share a little bit of their journey and a little bit to kind of put a spotlight on the road that you're running on right now. But this expert, I recently met him in the last, oh, four or five, six months, and he already feels like a brother to me. He's amazing, he's a director, he loves what he does. And you can just feel the passion from the simple hello. So if you want to know what it's like to truly love the journey you're on, mm, you came to the right place. Sit right there. We'll be right back. Everybody, welcome back. Yeah, you heard me right. You know, I love what I do. I can do a lot of things, you know, but I truly love what I do, especially sitting in this seat and sharing just a little bit of the journey with some of my friends that are out there. They're amazing experts. And today, ooh, my brother Jason Wald is here. We're going to talk about production. We're going to talk about journey. We're going to talk about the power of love. What's happening, Jason? Hello, Teresa. How are you? I'm amazing, brother. I'm even better with you sitting right over there in front of that real set that is not a green screen. No, I am in Vail, Colorado right now working on a project. Wow. You know, you work all over the country, all over the world, but you started literally in the 80s. What got you to say, you know what? I want to be a director. How did that start? So you start our nine minutes by aging me. Um, Yeah. In 1989, I was at the University of Southern California, and um, I was working for the football team. That was back when we had Rodney Pete, and uh, they needed some interns for CBS Sports to help out with their production of the Anaheim Rams New York Giants game. And I sat with John Madden and Pat Summerall for a football game, and uh, my eyes just lit up. This was a world I was very curious about, and I was at USC, which is a a place where you can explore these opportunities. And I did. That's amazing. 30, so 35 years later, I still love it. That See, that's the key. You know how I many people get their retirement because they hated their job and then they find out they don't get enough from their retirement to be retired. And now they got to go get another job that they cannot stand to be able to have a job. How important is that to have a career that is something you have passion for that you love? How important is that to you and your journey? I'm not sure there's anything. I mean, being a father to my two kids is the most important journey you have in life. Nice. Besides school, this is really what you do spending your days making money. But if you experience life and your job is your experience, and at the end of your experience, a check comes, you're really living. Um, our Your introduction to me was we had just met and, you were, I consider you a sister. I consider your brother a brother. And that's the beauty of our industry is you yeah. with people you care about. And it's so hard to trans 
to tell that story to people that aren't there because it's just words. Mm -hmm. But I mean, you talk about love and you talked about it in the opening is there's a lot of love. I work with the same people on certain projects and new people on others. And we always greet each other with a hug. We always end each other, end a day with a hug. It's a very unique industry like that because we trust each other. We can't survive without each other. It's, it's a team sport without the sport. It really is. You got to rely on each other to do the right things. And uh, I strongly re recommend not micromanaging your squad. So you mentioned sports a couple of times and sports is kind of your specialty. I know you have one of the most creative minds I've ever met and I thought I was super creative. But the question is, how important is having a great team? Is having that family, as we like to call it at Melrose, we're a family. How important is it having the great team wherever you are in the world? I mean, it's, I'm a huge NBA fan and as great as LeBron or Magic or Kobe ever was, they could, they needed four other players to be successful. In TV, mm. it's even more apparent because we have, on my golf shows, I can have 100 players in the same game. And in that moment, everyone has to perform. Um, there is no room for mistake. It can't be late because we're live. So team is everything. And it's kind of fun to work with a series of best friends too. And unless you've done it, you know, they say don't work with your family. Well, if you get the opportunity to work with your friends and they're as talented as mine, do it. <laughs> now, what sports golf we know. Now we know NBA. What sports have you worked in over the years? Tigo, I've done 31 different sports um, in my Ooh. life. Really fortunate. I've done everything from the World Yo-Yo Championships, which was a great fun event. I've been involved with eight Olympics, the X Games. Um, I've done a lot of, I did IndyCar in the early years, every stick and ball sport, um, worked for all the networks, did a lot of NCAA championships, even got to do a couple of final fours for the world. Okay. Wow. So when you, everyone in the U.S. watches CBS's feed, the rest of planet Earth watch my feed, which is kind of fun. When you first walked on your first set, you know, I believe you said it was CBS. When no, you first worked... Oh, I'm CBS. Sorry? CBS, yes. CBS. So when you first walked on, saw the lights, saw the people, saw everything getting set up, what did that do to you? How did your heart feel? What was that moment like? You know, it's really embarrassing is I didn't really understand the power of what I was doing. Even after that, when I got hired by ABC Sports to do, uh, to be the stage manager for when they hired Brent Musburger, um, all these things at the beginning of my career, I didn't understand the power of what I was getting into because I didn't realize how much I was going to love it. And I'll never forget the first opportunity I got to direct. And it was, it was that moment. It was like, this is it. And I've been offered many jobs beyond directing as an executive producer of other events or to be a coordinating producer. And as an artist, the one thing that really sucks is some guy in a suit calling you and telling you how to do things when they're not in your truck, they don't know what's working and not working. And I just didn't want to be that kind of like, mm -hmm. In a time of war, you don't want to use the word trenches, but I want to be out in the world with my team making TV. And th there's a term when we end a show, we fade to black. That's how my right. life ends up someday. I'm just going to fade to black. I'm not retiring. I'm I'm working with people I care about way too much. What am I going to be from? I can I can fish at golf tournaments, which is my love. I can do anything I want to do on the road. So what am I giving up? Everything. So I'm not retiring. I totally hear you. 
So there's somebody out there right now, I know there is. There's some young person sitting there, or maybe it's someone who's looking for their second career and they're dreaming of being a director, being on set, getting started, and they're terrified to even reach out. What advice would you give them? Well, it's a bigger picture than TV because I lecture in colleges and I would say this. If you love cooking and you love art or you love sports and you can't be a Dodger, you can't be a pro, or you can't be a, a professional chef, or your art's not going to be sold in gallery does not mean that world is not for you. So for me, it was sports. And some somebody in my college said, you're not going to be able to play baseball in the pros, but you can still be in sports. And as logical as that sounds now, too many people don't realize that. In this day and age, when you and I were kids, there was 13 channels. Right. Now look and the flag old. played in the middle of the night. <laughs> exactly. So the opportunities are there. But I would also say this with YouTube and with Instagram and all these young kids making really cool videos, be humble because some mm -hmm. of us old guys live in an experience that can really help you. And mm -hmm. my peers at my age will help anyone that asks. Um, I will tell, yes, I tell my son when he was playing basketball, the only person that can stop you is you. That's it. Like if you want to be a director, and be a director. It's not brain surgery. You don't have to, to go nine years of school. Sometimes you may have to go pick up somebody's wife at the airport because you're lowest in the totem pole. And as a director, mm -hmm. I still take out the trash when my crew is working. Um, again, it goes back to being on the team. Do whatever job is needed at the time. Yeah, and like you, you, I also consider a team to also be the family, you know? And as an adopted child, I've been, you know, adopted into families my whole life. And I love what I do. But I would be remiss if we don't touch on one of your passions that you kind of mentioned. I know your family is most important. Absolutely. And that I know you love what you do. But you do a little thing that is a super passion of mine called fishing. You know, what got you into fishing? Why do you love it so much? You asked. So... Growing up, my dad and mom got divorced. My dad was, he wasn't abusive or anything, but he was just a drunk. And we moved to Malibu. And I didn't like to be around that stuff. So I'd get up as early as I could. And there was a bunch of old people fishing on the beach. And they would sit there. And they, one of them came up. And this sounds like in this day and age, not a great thing. But they handed me a fishing rod. And they taught mm -hmm. me how to do it. And I went to the Malibu Pier and learned off the pier. And the best part about fishing in this day is... I've been, my son's 22 and I've been fishing with him since he was 18 months old. And since that day, I've hardly fished at all, but I've had the best conversations of my life watching him fish. And wow, it is because there's no phone. And the only time this phone comes out is so I can take photos. And that's, I would say that for what it was when I was a child, it took me away from things I didn't love. It's given me everything I love now. Time with Max. Even my daughter and I fish. I have great pictures of her wearing her ballet suits and a tiara to catch some big old. I bottom. love it. Yeah, I'm, fishing is for everybody. If you play golf with your kids, you're not on even par. Once your line is in the water, the fish doesn't know how old the guy is on the other end. That's true. That's mm -hmm. true. My parents took me fishing, you know, from a little baby. The first picture I have is me in a diaper, holding a cane pole with a Parker on you know, I'm back of my dad's boat and I just absolutely love it. But before we get out of here, I got to ask you, if you don't mind sharing, your son caught an amazing fish 
and literally ended up on a magazine cover, correct? Yeah, I mean, he's caught he caught 180 pound tarpon. He's caught some huge sharks. He's caught a ton of grouper. But for his 11th birthday, I took him out fishing and the weather stunk. So we went fish kind of real tight in shore and he caught a 35 pound cobia. And I have a beautiful picture of him and I holding it, wearing our Lakers garb. And I just sent it out to some buddies. A month later, my phone blew up. Um, he was on the cover of Florida Sportsman that, with that picture. Wow. One of my buddies sent it into a friend. And again, you can win as many Emmys as you want in life. You can get as many jobs as you want. But as a parent, being able to make that moment live forever is so powerful. And if you ever come to my house, that is my pride and joy. That picture's up. And I travel with it because it always reminds me that there is great things ahead and a lot of great memories behind. Brother, I can't. I hope you come back here often because I just love your stories. I love the passion that you have and the pure love that you bring to everything you do. I can't wait to be on set with you, work with you, and watch you just, you know, call the ball because it's what you do. And I want to learn from you. You know, I've been this thing for almost 20 years, but nothing like you. And I can't wait to sit and just learn from you. I'm looking forward to it. You are absolutely amazing and totally my brother. Oh, thanks, Tigo. I love you guys. And if anyone wants to reach out and have any questions about how the world works, don't don't the conversation doesn't end here. Just reach out through my Instagram or through Tigo. Um, like I said, it's a team sport and you never know where the next talented person come from. And your talent isn't like here as much as it's here because nothing we do is that complicated. And if you surround yourself with the right people, you're going to learn. Isn't that right? You the absolute best and absolutely correct. Love you, brother. I'm Love looking you forward too. to sitting Love down with you again. Happy holidays, everybody. Happy holidays. All right, everybody. You know what to do. If you want to get in touch with Jason, you want to find out how to connect to him, go to TigoDirect.com. Type in Jason. Type in golf. Type in film. He'll come up. Reach out to him. It costs you nothing. It costs him nothing. It's how we keep our family connected and together. I hope you enjoyed this episode. You know I did. And I can't wait to see you next time. I'm Tigo. I'll talk to you next time. Enjoy your day. 